You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. This is this is Dave. This is Lorna's stepfather. Well, I was just uh, listening to your comments about the masks and whatnot, and I can't bring them up on my phone, but... For a couple of weeks before she passed, she was messaging me work to where I work for for uh, respirators. She's like, Dad, can you bring me home some respirators? And of course, you know, so so obviously they weren't supplying them to her. I had to I had to sneak them out of my shop to bring them to her. And it's just a stupid little mess. You figure this is a multi-million dollar company, I would think anyway. They're not giving their workers masks. She's begging me to steal masks from my shop. I'm a diesel mechanic for, for a local bus company, by the way. I'm a welder and fabricator. So I have, yeah, so I mean, I have access to masks. So I would sneak a couple home in my lunchbox and give them to Lorna. You know, so that's how that went. So I know they, were, I know they weren't giving her masks. I helped her mother raise this kid. I've known Lorna since she was four. Um, she's called me dad her whole life. I'm I'm six feet away from Lorna's room. I mean, Lorna's ashes are in a box, just feet away from me. And I mean, I, I, she's here with me every day, and it's it's wicked tough. It's wicked tough. I mean, she shouldn't have gone out like that. All I know is she passed out at work and she lost oxygen and she she had a brain injury and 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 she was dead. And she went to work and she and she didn't come home. Supposedly these are very dusty environments and in, in, in these rooms. I I mean, I've never been in one, but supposedly they're very dusty when they're processing this stuff. tonight mike crawford young jerks lot to cover lot to get into i don't even know where to start but i'll try to start truly flames dead worker lorna mcmurray that's the headline tonight pretty disgusting uh that we'll have to cover this but after truly well for people that don't know i i just assume People listening to this show at this point know what we're talking about. But if you're a new listener from Podcast Addict or Castro, a new subscriber, which does happen, we're talking about Lorna McMurray tonight, a worker that passed away at True Leaf Holyoke. We broke the story. A lot of reporters have been advancing it. This week, quite a few more reporters advanced the story. We're going to talk about that Boston Globe amazing work. Yesterday, Friday, at Truly Framingham, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Shara's uh, story in Commonwealth Magazine, maybe some others. 
hopefully we'll hear from friends and family of Lorna McMurray. Lorna McMurray passed away at True Leaf Cultivation Site in January. We found out about it in September, broke the news. And ever since then, we've been covering that. We're on the beat. And it's something that we have a passion for because we've been covering the worker right angle in cannabis, big cannabis, uh, big cultivation in Massachusetts and nationally. Uh, we've been looking at the risks, the dangers for a number of years, five years, and this then this landed in our lap. And we've talked to Lorna's stepdad that you heard. We're pl- replaying the clip again. We've talked to his uh, her mom, Laura, Laura and Dave. Very difficult discussions we had on this show. And we're going to continue this story for them and their friends and family, and especially for the co-workers and the other workers in the cannabis industry in Massachusetts nationally. If you want to call in tonight, the phone number is 978-560-3155. We're going to go through. True Leaf put out two statements this week. One that was on the record from the True Leaf Corporation about the situation. Another from a True Leaf high-placed executive that didn't want to go on the record with their name. Uh, both of them, both of the press releases attacked the family statements. They attacked the press coverage. They attacked the union. They attacked not only uh, all those folks, they also attacked Lorna herself. And you'll note in one of the stories in the Boston Globe today, they also attacked another uh, True Leaf worker. Two workers they attacked. Two True Leaf workers they attacked. One dead and one fired. And one true leaf story from the Boston Globe today. It's just, I mean, that doesn't say it all. This company it treats their workers like crap. And I think it's well known at this point. The more they respond, the more it's shown that. They thought that they were going to come back with a big pushback and people would listen to that and support that. And uh, no, that's not what happened. What happened is more coverage came out and we're expecting much more actually on this story some of the things that they said, we're just going to bring up some of that. Let's, let's, let's bring up, uh, let's first and foremost, bring up the story of the day. Let's bring that up. If we can, Yeah, we're going to bring it up. It's the Dan Adams story from Boston Globe. And you, you might notice, you know, we attacked the globe pretty heavily and Dan himself, and they've done the right thing. This isn't personal for me. This is about the story and the coverage today was excellent. Or is this even yesterday? I forget what day, you know, this came out today. So this came out today. True Leaf CEO arrives in Massachusetts amid a union push. And this was yesterday when it went down. We got the tip too. We tried to let some reporters know. Dan obviously got the tip and he, he showed up and uh, Florida cannabis conglomerate facing scrutiny over the death of a worker by Dan Adams, Boston Globe staff posted today at 1239 p.m. October 22nd. It starts off Kim Rivers. And this, I love this picture. Look at this picture. Kim Rivers is running from Dan Adams. Low-key, easy Dan, who I said was a Chardonnay sipper. She's running away from Dan Adams. I mean, this is pretty. And they kicked him out of the out of the dispensary. Poor Dan Adams. I don't think he's ever been kicked out of any place in his life. He got, They kicked him out of the dispensary. Let's let's read this, though. Kim, Kim Rivers, the chief executive of Florida-based marijuana conglomerate, truly traveled to Massachusetts and met with workers Friday night, uh, Friday afternoon at the company's Framingham dispensary, a visit that comes after the death of a worker at True Leaf's Holyoke, Holyoke production facility and amid a campaign to unionize workers at the uh, firm's four locations in the state. It goes on, it kind of, you know, repeats some stuff, but this is where it gets really good down here. It says, uh, Kim, uh, Rivers refused to answer questions 
about the Holyoke tragedy from a Globe reporter at the Framingham Marijuana Store Friday. And True Leaf managers immediately asked the reporter to leave. Rivers later exited hurriedly through a side door and drove away in a chauffeured SUV. There she is, running away. They had a lot to say the day before. They had a lot to say the day before. We're gonna we're gonna break some of that up too. They had quite a bit to say the day before, but on Friday, they were running away from the Globe Reporter. Let, let, let's bring up what they were uh, some of the smears that they tried to put up this week. It's really disgusting stuff. I'm doing the wrong. I'm doing the wrong browser right now. I'm also producing the show, so sometimes it gets a little complicated. But we're gonna stop the screen share. There we go. And we're going to add a new screen share. I want to, I want to show you some other things, too. This is just the disgusting stuff. Here it is. Let's bring this one up. This was from an e- email newsletter that I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to re- like talk about you know what it is because it's a joke. Uh, it's got actually quite a bit of a following, unfortunately, on email. But this reporter puts this piece of crap out, in it, and this is what it said in the beginning, and it... At least it said around this time, I also spoke with a verified source speaking on behalf of True Leaf, who opted to remain anonymous. They said Lorna was encouraged to leave by her manager on that day with full pay, and she opted to stay. The source claims that union organizers are pushing these headlines to paint True Leaf and all MSOs negatively. The salacious headlines of cannabis killed are totally a scare tactic that is working extremely well on behalf of the unions, they said. Additionally, there have been stories published the past 24 hours suggesting that the OSHA fines were because of this individual's death, which is not accurate. The OSHA fines were for communication issues and signage. They go on to, this is where it really gets gross. They say, the source also verified Lorna had asthma was a smoker and attributed uh, her death to her pre-existing condition, not cannabis dust. So these guys want to come on and say that it's about the union. First of all, talking about all those stories that came out, I would say 80% of those stories talked to me first. And the union was not a part of it when they were talking to me. You know, from the family and the friends, and even the community, they want to shut down. They want the place shut down. Like a union is like kind of like, uh, maybe if 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 we can't shut it down, you know. So we were talking to the reporters. The union came in after. The union only came in when employees decided they want a union because of Lorna's death and the way that the company reacted and treated them. That's what it seems like to me. So that's a lie. So that's the lie number one they put out. Number two, they said that her death was attributed to pre-existing conditions, not cannabis dust. They said that she had asthma, was a smoker, and uh, that's the pre-existing condition that killed her, which is really interesting because there wasn't an autopsy done. One thing we've never said on the show, we've even gotten some kind of pushback and beef from people who want to pretend they know how she died. We don't know how she died. OSHA at one point, and their and their um, original original investigation, they listed cannabis dust that she had inhaled too much cannabis dust, and that's why she died. They have actually recently taken that off the OSHA report. I think they rescinded it. It's kind of interesting. We don't really know why, but I think I think Trueleaf actually has something to do with that being removed 
And it's funny that they come back and push back on the press for reporting what OSHA said. The press reported what OSHA said. They don't note that. They don't note that, truly. So that's being very shady and dishonest to me, trying to change the narrative, being too cute. But then they say that she had asthma. And if you listen to this show and you've listened to the mom, the dad, the family members, they've all said the same thing, that Lorna didn't have asthma until she started working at True Leaf, that the asthma started because she worked at True Leaf. And that's the issue that I think needs to be examined and looked at much more. And True Leaf didn't acknowledge that. They, again, they lied. They said she had a pre-existing condition. Pre-existing to what? Pre-existing to her death? Yeah. It started the day she started at True Leaf, is what her friends and family say. It wasn't pre-existing before True Leaf. But it's interesting how they can, uh, no wonder why they wanted to not use their name. Because it seems like this is an employer actually libeling, lying about uh, an employee, which seems sketchy. And also, even if they weren't lying, they would be like probably releasing HIPAA information. It's also interesting that they want to go after her smoking, smoking cannabis. So they sell cannabis to their workers and their employees and their customers and the medical patients. But if someone uh, ends up dying on their property from something else, they're going to blame it on the cannabis that they sold them. That's what I would expect from a right-wing company like this. One of the people that we've we've recently started di digging into is this uh, Kimbrough guy, who is uh, one of the main spokespeople for True Leaf. Interesting character. He likes to shoot pigeons. Uh, people throw up pigeons. He likes to shoot them up in the air. Interesting character, right-winger, uh, totally, you know, fits their practice that we have a right-wing group here in Massachusetts thinking they can treat workers like shit. All right, Mike Crawford here, Young Jerks. We're going through some of the bullshit that True Leaf said this week about Lorna McMurray, um, about the family. I also want to look at Commonwealth Magazine. We're going to bring that one up, too. And hopefully we, we take a couple calls. I mean, we're going to try to take some calls here. Oh, now we got the video up again. Let's bring that. I, I love that little uh, meme that now, now we have here. Our friends have uh, have put a meme up for us, which is pretty cool. We, we got people on Twitter making memes of uh, the response for True Leaf. They're actually not really making them for us. They're making them for True Leaf. If you want to call in tonight, you can too, 978-560-3155. It's our phone number, taking calls. But again, I want to share this little segment too. It's funny that True Leaf came back with these statements, both the official statement and the, the anonymous statement, uh, both attacking, saying some of the similar things, uh, attacking, you know, basically the coverage, but also attacking, I feel like, Lorna herself and her family. And it's very interesting that, any, uh, that they would really think that anyone that's paying attention is going to trust True Leaf, who was started uh, you know, by a husband and wife team. The husband is currently, I believe, in federal jail for bribery, bribing public officials. That's how the company started. Uh, I don't know about you, but that's not corrupt. Public corruption like that. That's I don't even know how they have a license in Massachusetts after they did that. The CEO's husband is in jail right now for bribing public officials. They've also been accused of... Uh, you know, if you look into some of the short selling of their 
stock. It's been pretty well known that they've been uh, accused of importing illegally uh, cannabis from other states because there's no way they could have had produced as much cannabis as they sold in the state of Florida when they first started out. Uh, there's also quite a few lawsuits. We could go into some of those. One of the recent ones they, they settled was, again, employees filed a class action suit against them because they were doing illegal things in the hiring process. This is not a reputable, reputable company. This is not a company that treats their employees well. Again, in one story this week in the Boston Globe that came out today, they not only attacked Lorna and blamed her for the death, but they also went after their employee that they fired this week for legally organizing his constitutional right to organize his workplace. They fired that individual. And I'm pretty damn sure that individual is thinking about coming on this show very soon. So again, I think this is blowing up in their face. Everything that they do, they're now union busting. They're intimidating people. They bring in Kim uh, from Florida. She comes into Massachusetts into the Framingham location because she knows that there is a union organizing. And she's met by Dan Adams from the Boston Globe. And they kick him out of the dispensary and she runs away into her chauffeured limousine after they crapped all over the family, after they crapped all over Lorna McMurray, after they pretended to care about the family a few weeks ago in the press. After they haven't talked to the family, after they haven't reached out to the family. I've talked to the family more than anyone at True Leaf has. They're not a good company. I almost think we need to start thinking about what we're going to do next here. I'm going to bring up uh, Shira's story. She's been doing excellent. I think this is a four-story that Shira Schoenberg has done with Commonwealth Magazine. Truly defends response to workers' death, says Lorna McMurray was offered paid time off. And again, social media is not buying it. I'm not buying it. It doesn't smell the sniff test. Number one, her uh, family has said that she was complaining that day, that she wanted to go home, that the manager told her that she couldn't go home. They're saying the opposite. They're saying that she was offered paid time off that day. Number one, I, I, I don't believe that they were offering paid time off. I think it was going to be some kind of ding, if anything. I'm not buying it, and I don't think anyone else is buying it either. And, and the social media shows that people aren't buying it. They're not buying it. And there's a reason, because actions speak louder than their bullshit words. Their record against workers doesn't stand up. The three page, this is from uh, Commonwealth Magazine. Just going to read a, a few quotables out of it. The three page statement issued by True Leaf spokesperson, Rob Kramer said the company wants to address incorrect information that is circulating about the company's response to the death. They want to address incorrect information coming from the family that they won't speak to. The family that has questions that they won't speak to. They want to correct these errors. True Leaf is providing the following information about its facilities, the events surrounding McMurray's tragic death, the statement said. The circumstances surrounding McMurray's death were first reported publicly in late September by cannabis activist Mike Crawford on his Young Jerks podcast. By that time, OSHA had investigated and fined True Leaf for failing to properly communicate with employees about hazardous substances. 
The story was picked up by numerous other media outlets, including Commonwealth Magazine. They also claim in their press release that there was someone providing CPR on Lorna, which is news to us. It's news to the family as well. Um, I would like to see the documentation. I would like to see more proof on that because we don't believe them and I don't think the family believes them. Here we go. There has been questions raised about the facility's working condition. McMurray's stepfather, Dave Bruno, has said McMurray asked him to get her high-quality mask to wear at work. The Boston Globe Corridor, former supervisor at the facility, who said truly only provided paper medical-style masks. I believe that was Danny. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, uh, you could, we played it at the very beginning of the show because I wanted people to hear what the stepfather said was in the in Commonwealth magazine, it's been in the Globe as well. But you heard it on our show. He said that she was asking to borrow respirator masks from his workplace, that she didn't have the quality masks that she wanted, and she was borrowing them in the months leading up to this. You also heard it here first that there was a second ambulance ride. And that's why fall of 2021 when the Cannabis Control Commission opened their investigation is very kind of fishy as well. We want to know exactly the date on that. Uh, Shara had that today in this new story that came out uh, with Commonwealth Magazine. Uh, towards the end, it says, I'm going to read. Uh, uh, here it is. There are ongoing investigations of True Leaf by the Cannabis Control Commission and the Department of Public Health. The CCC has said it began its investigation before McMurray's death in the fall of 2021 in response to employee complaints. The CCC did not specify the nature of the employee complaints, but McMurray's mother, Lara Bruno, told the young jerks that McMurray had previously been taken from work in an ambulance in November of 2021. So this is the latest and Obviously, there's also union busting going on. Uh, the union has filed a number of complaints with the National Labor Relations Board. They're accusing uh, True Leaf of engaging uh, in anti-labor, anti-union behavior, including interrogating employees about union activities, requiring uh, employees to attend anti-union meetings. That's union busting soliciting employees to revoke their union authorization cards. That's also union busting. Promising a wage increase to discourage union activity, more union busting. Soliciting grievances to discourage union activity. Apparently, in one of the stories, it said they were actually trying to get their employees to call the police on the union reps. That's really scuzzy. This is what they're doing to their workers right now after all this has happened. surveilling employees engaged in union activity. So they're spying on their employees when their employees are doing legal things. They're requesting employees to call the police. And that is, all these things are illegal, actually. Every single allegation here is illegal, if true. They're requesting their employees to call police on, there it is, it's right there in the story. They're requesting employees to call police on union organizers and threatening to increase security because of union activity. So. Truly visit investigating a new security to protect their workers from the hazardous work conditions. 
No, they're they they're gonna increase their security and their can cameras to spy on their employees and to fire them. Not from because they're doing anything wrong, because they're doing legal things to make their workplace a better place. This is the company that we're looking at here. Real scuzzball company. Oh, we have someone here I want to bring up. Thank thank you so much. We're gonna bring up a, a really good friend of Lorna McMurray. See what she thinks all about this. Uh, McCartney Ford. We had her on a, probably about a week ago. It's weird how time just flies. I don't even know what day it is anymore. So let's bring her up and see how she's doing. Hey, McCartney. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good. How you doing tonight? Hanging in there. You've been listening to a lot of this garbage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I caught most of it. Um, while it's fresh in my head was one thing that you had just said, um, in regards to Lorna being, you know, brought out via ambulance prior to her death. I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent fact. I spoke with her. If it wasn't that day, it was the day after that she was originally, um, brought out by ambulance. And that day she was a hundred percent diagnosed. Um, I believe it was at base eight hospital with the asthma. There was no breathing conditions prior to working at True Leave. That's I just want that to be said first before I for you know before I forget to say that. But there was no prior breathing conditions. So all of this shit coming out now with with Ben Kimbrough, um, and all of these accusations where she was a smoker. To my understanding, Lorna was not currently uh, uh, smoking cigarettes. She she didn't smoke at the time of her death, as far as I know. Did she smoke cannabis? Yes. <laughs> and this is the industry you're in. Almost every one of the workers there smokes cannabis. I wouldn't be surprised if the CEO smoked cannabis. I mean, we're in 2022. Who doesn't smoke cannabis? And if that's what you think caused her death, then Shit, I guess people would be dropping like flies if that was the case. Yeah, you know? it's, a, I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that it, it is unbelievable. I, I think they're just pulling that out of their ass at this point. And, I mean, I don't know. My, my whole thing here is going back to what, what you just said with now there's a, there's a report that somebody was administering CPR. Um, that's the first time that I've heard that is right now. Uh, Me too. They said and... that there were three people that were trained, um, and they said that they did give her CPR. I mean, hey, it could be true, but again, um, how, how can we trust this company when they're so pulling this, this shit? I, you know, right? I, but yeah. this is where I go back to okay, there's cameras in every room there, and I'm not asking them to release that publicly. I would never want that to be publicly brought to people you know that's a personal personal thing but at the same time that's that's solid evidence right there i mean that that says that 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 would prove everything so obviously that i'm sure has been looked at and taken into consideration and if the cpr was was truly done then why has it not been reported since day one why is it not in that initial um a report that that they're supposed to file within 24 hours of an incident happening 
it, it just seems a little sketchy to me that now that this becomes a, a whole big story, that now they're going to say that CPR was administered and they have these wonderful people who who did stuff in to help and this just still turned out to be such a tragedy. Because, I mean, it, it takes six minutes, six minutes for somebody to be down for for things to really go go south. So, I don't know. I, I just, I don't see that being true. <laughs> and and if it really was true, then like I said, why has this just come to light right now? Why wouldn't that be the first thing that was said in the report? I yeah. mean, e- even the nine one one call. Because if if you were administering CPR, you would be stating that in your call. Well, we're administering CPR right now. You know, we're doing CPR. We're doing breath until arrival. So. Did these these EMTs did they take over CPR? Did they begin AED? Or uh, it just kind of seems like the story is yeah. changing because from what yeah. I've read, AED was be, be they began AED as soon as they arrived. Absolutely. It didn't say that CPR was administered and then they took over with AED. You know, too, so it's it's so, yeah, and you know, instead of kicking the guy out from the Boston Globe out of the dispensary, how about actually talking to him? And saying, hey, right. how do we prove, you know, because the Boston Globe guy would would talk to the employees who gave CPR, doesn't need to use their name, we could protect their identity, no one would know. Like, have them right. go on the record and, and tell their story. But they're not doing that. They're 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 covering up, you can tell. They, they ran away, they kicked the guy from the Globe out. Um, and they're not being honest on any of this. They're not, they, even in their statement at the end, they finally got honest and they're like, this is such a young industry and young. They kept saying young, which is weird because we're the young jerks. But even beyond that, they said they used young twice. And it was almost like that was their excuse. Like we're a young industry. You got to let us go. Let just let us off the hook. We're young. We're young. But you know what? Like if you're young, figure out what the problem is. Like let's have a, let's let, let's, let's change things and make this better. They're not doing that. They're covering it up. They're covering it up. Yeah. And, and that's, that's another thing. When you say a young and a new industry, that's, that's something else that I, I kind of jotted down today um, in regards to that. So now we go back to these reports and we see, okay, so when, when OSHA went in and they tested the air quality, now in the reports, it says the air quality was at acceptable ranges. Now, again, this, like you just said, it's a young, like, like, or I should say, like they're saying, it's a young industry. So the day, well, first of all, when was this day that they had, they tested these acceptable ranges? Exactly. Was it weeks later? Two was days, three days, later? even? Uh, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It, it was or was it, it the moment she collapsed? It was 12 yeah. hours later. Yeah, I know. And you can air that place acceptable, out. Exactly. These acceptable ranges, though. In this young industry, how do we know that these acceptable ranges are still safe for us? Yeah. Where's we the don't. documentation? We know. Exactly. Yeah. Where, where is all these? We've seen the reports that these companies get from third parties. We've seen the documentation. Employees have leaked them to us. They're not providing those to the press. They're not providing anything. They're just saying, trust us. This is this is our narrative. It's a bunch of, of BS. And, you know, like another point, too. They, they still haven't like, you know. In their whole press release, they went after all this BS about whether it was in the grinding room or it was the pre-roll room. Stupid stuff that doesn't make a difference. But important mm-hmm. stuff, like 
what was the cut? What was the employee complaints that started the OSHA investigation of fall? What were the uh, these employee complaints about? We still don't know. True Leaf isn't telling us. I just think there's so much we don't know. I mean, yeah. there's so there, many questions that I that have gone unanswered. And I mean, it's coming up on a year. I mean, what do you think? Have you heard anything about the employee? What the employee complaints might have been in uh, fall of 2020? One, do you think that was related to Lorna getting taken out in the ambulance in November, or do you think it was something else, or did you not hear anything about this from? I hadn't Lorna? heard. I hadn't heard anything on that. Um, the one thing that I did think that was kind of strange is the whole, um, in regards to her being told that she could go home with pay. First of all, this is considered. I mean in a logical world and in, I can't speak for this company's employee handbook, but I can say most companies of this size and this industry have an employee handbook. I believe Lorna was giving one, given one. I've never read True Leaves, but several other companies in the same industry would consider this a medical emergency. I mean, anybody really would. Now, if this is a medical emergency, it's not, you can go home. It's we're gonna call nine one one for you, and we're gonna go from there. We're gonna evaluate how how you're doing. It's not you don't send that person home. That's what these safety managers are put in place for is to tell you that we're gonna take care of you. So it's not okay, Lorna. You're having these breathing issues. Do you want to go home, or we'll send you home with pay? It's no. We're gonna figure out what's what's going on with you. And how can we help you not send you home and push you out and worry about pay? And I want to tell you that I, I do not believe that she was offered to go home because I know prior to this incident, there was multiple days, including the day where she was taken out an ambulance previously that she wanted to go home and was told pretty much to suck it up. So now, now all of a sudden on this day, she was told, oh, go home with pay. I just, I don't, I don't believe that. I really don't. And I, I see somebody coming in saying, wouldn't have, wouldn't they have security footage of her getting CPR? And yes, to my knowledge in, in this industry, in, in, in truly they have cameras in every room except for bathrooms as far as I know. And yeah. I am about 99% sure that within, you know, the couple, couple days while Lorna was hanging on in the hospital, that was discussed. You know, there's, there is footage of this and the footage was reviewed by, by people, um, actually. So yes, there, there is, to my knowledge, there is footage of this. Is it still there or did they get rid of it though? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good question. I mean, is this, does this footage still exist or is it going to be one of those things that you, you hear about, oh, they taped over it or, oh, we don't have yeah. that or, oh, we don't hold it for so long because it wasn't an investigation at that time. That's, that's something that I think is a, like you said, I, that's a good question. I, 
I would love to have that answered and find Yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of questions online. <laughs> People make a comments. Uh, we got Lex. Liz says the state should have it. But, I, yeah, I don't think they do, and I don't think they will get it. I don't think they I don't think have, they do either. Yeah, I don't think they've been investigating it right. We got another comment here. It says, if they're anything like Trump, then they'll have paid off, set up, and have judges and other legal entities that will only obey their request and either exonerate <laughs> or find a lesser charge. Um yeah. I don't think they quite have that in Massachusetts yet, but you know what? If you're yeah. voting for Republicans, because this is a, Repu let's put it this way. True Leaf is, as far as I'm concerned, a Republican company. They hate unions. <laughs> they start yeah. off in Florida. They start off paying off public officials. They hate OSHA. They want, they want, you know, they don't want any investigations. You know, if you keep voting for Republicans, this is what you get. People who hate workers, corporations that can get away with murder. And uh, yeah, they want, I don't even know why we allow them in Massachusetts. This company is not good. Look at all yeah. of the cases against them from the employees. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, so I, I want to ask you, Mike, I mean, how do you, what do you think about, about Kim showing up out of the, out of the blue? You think she's here to Kimbrough, do damage control? The guy control? we put up with, yeah, we put Kimbro up. He's a, uh, a guy at True Leaf that we found, and uh, someone suggested that's probably who was the on off the source record. We don't really know, but I I think it right. it looks like him. I mean, this guy I, I I probably should find that video, but there's a video out there of him hanging out with one of these other Republican congressmen, and they're basically right. I, I saw that today. Yeah, they're throwing up pigeons and shooting them. Like that's yeah. who these guys are. They're they're total losers. This guy's a loser, and uh, it's so not surprising that that's who they have. He's a former, I think he's a former uh, Tulsa or some somewhere in Oklahoma. He was a city councilor. Oh, I'm sure we can find a lot more dirt dirt on him. But I sent him a message. He was too wimp yeah, wimpy yeah. to respond for all the tough guy talk he does. He he didn't get back. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it would definitely make sense for him to be the the anonymous person. But that that also leads me to that's what also is another thing in in my head that all right. So if this anonymous person is in fact Ben Kimbrough, how do you have this information? I mean, you weren't there. Who who's your source? Who is it? Your safety manager who got a promotion a month later? Is that is that your inside source, or are you just pulling this out of your ass? I mean, the whole thing. And let's just say, Lord, you know, was a smoker. What does that have to do with anything? She didn't have asthma before she started working there. She didn't have breathing troubles constantly before she started working there. She didn't have any other trouble. She lived a normal life every day and was at the top point of her life right before she died. She yeah, was I, th well. I think it's, you know, let's, let's be honest. If you talk to any doctor, right, and say, hey, 27-year-old uh, died, do you think it was smoking? I think they would yeah. laugh because, I mean, Smoking takes yeah. out people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, long-term smoking on your lungs. But 27, there's probably a lot of other things above that that are more likely than smoking. Yeah. That's like ridiculous. 100%. Especially cannabis. <laughs> it was she was smoking right. cannabis, sir. That's why we think she died. 
Who says that? A, a Republican prohibitionist. Well, These see, guys don't care they, about cannabis. They don't mention though. Yeah. They they don't they don't specify. Yeah, if, they don't specify if, that it was cannabis. It was, Again, yeah, being dishonest. Yeah, referring to cannabis or cigarettes. Yep. But e either way, one, why does it matter? Yep. Two, why be anonymous when you have the need to say these things? And three, I mean, if you're so worried about cannabis, if that's what you are in fact trying to say, then why are you working and running a company that sells cannabis? If it's this deadly killer, then I don't think so many people would be smoking it religiously, no less. And I, I just find it really funny because, I mean, I had, like I mentioned last week's show, I've been friends with Lorna for about half my life, 15 years. We we smoked on and off, smoked cannabis, <laughs> 14, 15 years old. She never had a breathing problem then. She never had any health issues then related to ever smoking or in general. There was no health problems ever. So I just find it really, I guess, coincidental that she gets this job and it all goes downhill very quickly from there. <laughs> that That's just really coincidental to me. A 27-year-old gets this job that she believes is going to be her dream job. She's in the industry. She's always wanted to work in. She's happy as can be. Like I said last time, she bought her first car. Was super pumped about that. I mean, just overall happy for the first time, I think, in a while. And then it all went downhill really quick, like in a matter of like weeks. I was going through Facebook messages from her and it, she had, she was having ear infections. She was having something that they thought was very similar to COVID or bronchitis, but yet couldn't be diagnosed. They weren't saying it wasn't COVID. They tested her for it. She was out several days for it. I, I can't remember if this was prior to or after the first ambulance ride, but she was out on antibiotics and they, they couldn't figure it out. She went to her doctor or urgent care a couple times and they diagnosed an ear infection, which also, to me, when you're getting all these breathing issues and everything's getting backed up, that can lead to an ear infection. So that could be because of everything she was dealing with at True Leave. Mm. And I have these messages from her saying, I had one ear infection in this year. It's finally starting to go away from the drops. But now I just got it back in this year as soon as I went to back to work. Hmm, okay. And then she was out from work, like I said, to, with something that they really thought it was similar to COVID or bronchitis, but it was neither. They didn't really know what it was. So it, I would assume it was probably prior to the asthma being diagnosed prior to the ambulance ride since she didn't think it was related to the asthma. So that tells you like in the very, very beginning of working there, she was already having issues. We have someone having a meltdown who was a uh, a guest on the show recently. He's a Republican. He's mad. I, I don't even want to post his comments, not because uh, I just don't want to go to war with him. He's a victim, too. You know, it's like he's getting mad because he thinks that I'm attacking 
Republicans and I should be attacking Democrats like Elizabeth Warren, who didn't do anything when he sent stuff to her. Attacking I, yeah. the, uh, you know, and he's also, he's also, you know, he's also said some ridiculous, like if I post something to it, it, it will not be good for him. Some of his comments, I was thinking I should post it because, you know, maybe that's the way he's going to get real back in. But Jonathan, you're talking about suing. Good luck with that with the Trump judges. Good luck yes. with that with a Trump OSHA. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, th- you think Elizabeth Warren is bad. You ain't seen They're nothing yet. That, that's my way. point. And you're getting personal and like you, you just went after her friggin' parents, too. I mean, that's just not. I mean, do you want me to post the comments, John? I mean, it's just. You got to reel it in, buddy. I know you've been through a lot and I don't even want to put, put a post all. And you have a lot of good info, too. So, like, calm down. You want to say anything to that, McCartney? Because he has been a victim too, and he did keep a lot of info on Insta. He's a oh, whistleblower. This is, this is John from last week. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. a few weeks ago. Yeah, you know him. What do you think? John, uh, I mean, I got to say, I'm a Democrat all the way. I can't agree with anything Republican, but I'm also not the type of person who gets into politics. <laughs> I got family who is Trump all the way, and I, I leave them on that side. But, I mean, at the end of the day, all that really matters is a 27-year-old lost her life. And we got to try and keep doing what we're doing, keep getting answers. I mean, I can't thank you enough, Mike. You've, you've been You've kept me more informed than I've been through it all with everything you've sent me and, and all the latest. And I think everything you've been doing has been... Huge. All right, I'm, I'm going to post one thing up here. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Bacardi, but this is what no, he, no. He, he's attacking me. So I'll put that up. I love attacks on me. He said, You're such an effing liar. Why don't you tell people Elizabeth Warren covered this up? I have audio recordings of her department calling me back and saved on my voicemail. <laughs> wow, you know what, Jonathan? I'm going to say congratulations. You got a call back from Elizabeth Warren because I've never gotten a call back from Elizabeth Warren <laughs> know, and I've tried. Wow, so congratulations. I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. It's just weird. I've actually tried to work with Elizabeth Warren. Never got any help from her. But I don't hate her. You know what I mean? It's not like her fault. Like, I, I don't know. Right. I'm going to post another one. Maybe it's time to start an effing podcast on my own. Don't worry. I got so much time to show people, including 911, what Democrat Bill Clinton was doing. Oh, man. I don't know, man. This isn't about Bill Clinton. That's all I'm going to say. Right. And now he wants to talk about Epstein and Clinton. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with this right now. It's just too weird. Uh. <laughs> that is, that's too much for me. I don't, I yeah. don't have anything to even say on that, other than I still say vote Democrat all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm really talking about the national too. Like, if you continue to elect Republicans, which looks like it's going to happen in this midterm, guess what? Right. OSHA's like they're already f with OSHA. That's why there's no money here. And, you know, the Democrats in Massachusetts aren't much better. There's not a question about it. Like, I'm not saying they're great. We're usually in opposition to the debt. You're looking at a person who went and uh, protested at the House of the head Democrat in the state at the time. Bob DeLeo. I did that. Like, you you know, I'm not about party. I'm just about honesty. And, John, I don't think you can handle a, a nuanced conversation. I think you're getting a little out of control in the comments. So, we're just going to probably ignore his comments at this point. What do you think, McCartney? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I totally agree with what you said. I'm, I vote for honesty. I mean, I will 100% say that I 
worked my ass off to make sure Trump had no chance. But, you know, if you're honest, he, and I think you can do the job, you have my vote. But other than that, I think none of this really matters other than, you know, getting justice for Lorna. Yeah. And I, and I will say that, you know, he's saying that he's saying that, uh, right now in the comments that, uh, a democratic uh, run, uh, CC covered this up and that it's all Democrats, democratic senators. And I'm saying that's not even true in Massachusetts. Uh, there's a governor who's been a Republican for, for quite a, at least two terms now who nominated a number of cannabis control commissioners, usually the worst ones, by the way, the only good one he ever nominated, as far as I could tell was Shalene title, by the way. But then he didn't re-nominate her because she was too good. Made him look bad. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the Democrats haven't done anything much better. I mean, both uh, Democrats and Republicans in Massachusetts have basically sucked on the cannabis issue. Let's be honest. I'm honest. And this guy is getting, like, more and more angry. I don't understand it. Like, we call out the truth that the Republicans are anti-labor on the national level. And if you vote for them, you're voting for more of the shit. You're, you're supporting True Leaf. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Who runs this company? A bunch of Republicans. It's the truth. And I'm sorry, Jonathan, if you don't like that. Yeah. Call in, too. Don't be a coward. Call in. You want to keep going <laughs> on in the comments? Call in. 978-560-3155. Tell McCartney what you were saying about uh, Lona's family, maybe, if you if you have the balls to say it to her face. Um, I'd love, love for him to say that to, to me. But John's also <laughs> a victim, too. I don't want to go this guy, but he's just... Yeah. Uh, no, I, he's got to ease up in the comments, anybody, but yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, Laura and David don't need any any shit, nor do they deserve anything. I mean, Laura had two two great parents who loved her more than anything in the world, and the last thing that they need is any negativity in their life. Nor do they deserve it. They lost a child at twenty seven years old. You should never ever have to lose your baby, and. That's that's what I'm on here for. I mean, Lorna would be laughing at me, going, "You hate talking to people. I can't believe you've talked, you know, twice now, or talked to to the news station." But I'm doing it because I hope even if just one person, if this if this helps one person who's in this industry, or this brings attention to Lorna's case, or helps in any way, then. I've done my part. Although I, I truly believe that Lorna is is watching because I, I swear to you, I opened my phone the other night and I mean there's no way this could happen, but it did. I mean my husband saw it and it we had a conversation labeled weirdos on Facebook, an old conversation, and it popped up. It was right on my screen as soon as I opened my phone. I said, All right. She's telling me, like, good looking out. Keep speaking up. <laughs> it was crazy. So I think if I can help in some small way, then hopefully I I did. Thank you. We're speaking to McCartney Ford. She was a friend of Lorna McMurray. If uh, anyone wants to call in, including Jonathan, 978-560-3155. If you have a question or comment. Um, it's funny because... In the last few weeks, the only two people I've like really besides, you know, the globe fiasco and some of that crap that bubbled up. But, you know, I think that got 
handled by the Globe actually doing a great job. The Globe did phenomenal reporting. Uh, they did a phenomenal op-ed recently. Uh, they just yeah, put out a good report. So we're good with them. But there's been like two guys and they get caught up in shit. It's like, guys, it's always the guys. Stop with your one-trick pony. It's not about uh, what you want. This is about Lorna and and, and, yeah. and and letting people tell their truth, whether you agree with it or you disagree. It's not a big deal if someone says something that you don't agree with. You don't have to spaz out. That's what yeah. I, I'm really getting like frustrated on with some of these guys. Like, I, I let people say shit on the show that I don't agree on. I don't, it's not a big deal. Just let it go. But nine seven eight five six zero three one five five. We're speaking to McCartney. Uh, she was friends with Lorna. I want to ask you, um, after you came on the show last time, Laura came on the show. It was very heartbreaking, mm -hmm. but one of the things she really uh, said is she was thanking you and other folks like Danny for speaking up. Did you hear that? Yeah, and what did you think I about did. it? I did. I, I ended up, because I know you cut out a little bit when you talked to her originally, but I did listen to the podcast you posted when you had her call back. And I thought that was that was very sweet. I know she appreciates it, and I know how hard, or at least I can only feel and imagine how hard it's been for her. But I know she appreciates any and all support from everybody who's coming forward. And I hope that if there's other people who are listening and they have any sort of information, no matter how small they think it might be, if you were there that day or you have you happen to have some information that could help in some way come forward <laughs> i mean you know just it, it's like to me is a job that important especially with such a piece of shit company if you're still with them at this point i i don't know are, are they paying you on the side are they paying you off because i i mean if i i wouldn't work for them that's that's for sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't have worked for them prior to to Laura passing. I I had not heard good things and I had not heard and you know Lorna was super happy with the job in the beginning but it certainly seemed like they do not value their so-called and I quote truly saying their family, their 9000 employees that are family to them. Sure doesn't seem like they treat their lovely employees like family they obviously don't care too much with all this cover-up and anonymous things being said i mean it just all seems super sketchy and it's getting sketchier by the day too <laughs> more and more coming coming forward I just hope that at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, that there's some sort of closure. That's My all. partner just walked to the room, so I'm like signaling to her. I'm trying to figure out what she's doing down here. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's if anyone's you know distracted by me, but um, you know I I'm still talking to Jonathan. I think he actually maybe stopped after you told me to f off and all this other crap. But Jonathan, oh, I just also want to mention. To me, this isn't about party. Like this week, I was also attacked by people on the left for uh, a couple, a couple idiots, a couple of loud mouths, you know, a, a lot of loud mouths I get attacked on. And why did they attack me? Because I posted something from Republican for auditor who came on the show recently, uh, Anthony Amore, and he was supporting Lorna. 
if we have Republicans that want to support Lorna and support workers, then I'm I'm interested in that. But generally, we don't see that. And Anthony, I think, is the exception. And that's why, you know, I, it's not even about, for me, about, like, picking sides. Like, I, I like both Diana DiZoglio and Anthony Amore, the Republican and the Democrat, for the, for the office. So, again, it's just funny. It's just funny that... Uh, we get crap from every side, no matter what we do. But that, I guess that's what happens when you start to do well on things. We're unfortunately <laughs> we didn't want to. I was just yeah. thinking that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess when you start to get big and you you start to get the word out, people. Now, get now someone's up there. Sides. What the heck is this whole Democrat cover-up thing? They're, they're in the comments. People are asking the question. <laughs> there is no whole Democrat cover-up thing. I mean, I I think more than anything, this is a Republican enacted situation if you look at unions across the country they're getting demolished and you know the osha they're not funded like they were there's something wrong and i think a lot of it is because we've had donald trump and we've had you know other republicans and they're just undercutting 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 but some people want to blame it on the democrats of the state house of massachusetts i'm fine with that too like i, I i'm the one who pisses they they all hate me like, it's funny. They're saying that I'm the Democrat guy. Go ask them. They all know me. They're all afraid of me, and they don't really usually like me much. You're not going to see a lot of them still. I mean, we have some Democrats that come on the show. We've had some elected officials. We had Ed Markey come on, U.S. Senator. But I don't think Ed Markey will come on again. You know, a lot of these guys, like, and, and ladies, you know, yeah. we're not the favorite. We're not the uh, insiders. We're, 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 we usually challenge, like, when Tito Jackson ran against uh, Mayor Walsh in Boston, we chose Tito Jackson. We knew Mayor Walsh was going to win. We could have had Mayor Walsh on the show. He was the top Democrat in the city of Boston. We chose the underdog. That's usually how we roll. So I don't know, you know, look at our record. Don't look at it, some guy who's just shouting out stuff that just about Elizabeth Warren, who we've never had on the show. We've asked to come on the show. I mean, she's not a friend of our show. She's never responded to my email. At least you've got someone to call you back. Jonathan Crystal, the guy who started this, is a is working for Elizabeth Warren, obviously, because she called him back or, or someone from her office called him back and they didn't call I us know, back. Impressive. Yeah. Right? Back. yeah. Right? Right, McCarty? Yeah. I mean, wow, I'm good going? for him. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. He's got uh, that voicemail saved. Yeah. I'm just, and then, but I he hasn't called in though, has he? I mean, I, yeah, we haven't yeah, he's not from you after after that. You're not calling in to, to speak yeah. your side of it, Jonathan. So, uh, David, who writes a lot of weird comments tonight, maybe True Leaf is watching. No, it's just not. It's just one person who's all he hates Democrats. You know, and we said I said something about Republicans tonight, and it's the truth. We have an election coming up in two weeks. And Republicans are the worst thing for the labor movement. You know? That's what I said. And it's the truth, especially on the national level. You know, the reason why truly shouldn't be able to get away with the shit that they do in Massachusetts as compared to Florida is because Massachusetts is a Democratic state with a lot more labor protections. And that's why you're actually going to see some of these shops get unionized in Massachusetts where it won't happen in the Republican state of Florida, where they spent tons of money trying to unionize those shops down there. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know. Who's better? I would say the Democrats that. are better. They suck too, but
but they suck less than the Republicans. That's the truth. And I said it, and this guy got mad about it. Right. Does, <laughs> does everybody know? I mean, I don't know if everybody knows that True Leaf is primarily in Florida. Yeah. They've just kind of now brought their business over to New England, but they are based on most. I don't want to give a percentage, but I want to say like up to 80% of their business is, is Absolutely. in Florida. They have, so they're they have, really just coming yeah. here and they're really not doing a good job of coming over here. I mean, I, I know multiple people who've been offered, offered jobs with Relief and have turned those down instantly. They want nothing to do with, with anything this company has to offer, which that speaks... Speaks <laughs> a lot. Random things wrote. I guess Jonathan has his panties in a bunch. Yes, he does. LOL. It's true. That's a comment. But you know what? Let's not no, give John a hard though. time. He he was right on. He was on the ball when he was on last week, though. I mean, yeah. I felt for him. John was good on Insta. Through. He was yeah, really good on Insta. He needs to. He needs to stick to that. Ball, so. Let his politics go. You know, he, he's, he gets triggered by that stuff. See, that's that's why I don't talk politics because this is it brings out the worst in people. John's but we have to. Yeah, we but at the same time, we have to, McCarty. Yeah, kinda, but this is this is not the time for him to do that, and then to yeah. bring Lorna's parents into it, you need to. That was weird. That, Some of his comments were weird tonight. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. He actually, I think he should actually apologize to Lorna's parents, but that's that's me. Yeah. Definitely, Laura and David don't don't deserve that, and to to have any negativity towards them is just cruel, dude. Come on, somebody lost their life here. There's there's no reason to bring her parents into it, her friends, her family. Nobody. If you're angry at Mike, you're angry at anybody who's saying anything. That's fine. You know, you can state your opinion, but you don't need to bring her into it. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, McCartney. We're speaking of McCartney yeah. Ford. She's a friend of Lorna. She's friends of the family. Uh, we're speaking tonight about what True Leaf did this week. They were they were pretty vile. I, I'd say their actions were vile. Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. I mean, I just think that they continue to show what the kind of company they are and how they handle situations. And I think that a lot of people need to realize this is not the first incident that has happened at a True Leaf facility. This is not the first time something has happened to somebody working for True Leaf. I mean, a simple Google search will show you that information. And I mean, I, like I stated last week, Lorna had multiple times told me that she was told to put moldy marijuana in the pre the pre-rolled it's all right we'll put it in the pre-rolled and she reported that she reported that there was mold in their cannabis who she report that to to her supervisor i i don't know if it was a supervisor or just a manager or another employee i, I would assume it wasn't just an employee i'm sure it was a higher up i i don't want to you know, say for sure, because I, I don't know, but I know that she went to somebody and she reported it. She, she told me on two separate occasions, she said, she actually called me one time and she goes, Hey, does this seem kind of weird to you? And I said, 
yeah, incredibly strange. Like that's that's not normal. That's not okay. And that's when I actually went on Google real quick and I typed in true leaf mold and cannabis or something, something like that. And then you saw tons of stuff coming up on Reddit and not just this year, but 2020 and 2021. Yeah. There's so been a lot of reports of it. the past couple of years. Yeah. And a, and a lot of she... it is in pre-rolls, but some of it is like straight up, like they bought eighths of flour and the whole eighth was moldy. So my question then is i mean there's so many steps that it has to make it through you know so many checkpoints that this is going through so how is it still getting out there well then that then i think back to okay well she just told me she she had said lorna had said okay well i was told to put it in those pre-rolls but even still those pre-rolls are supposed to be you know regularly checked and have all these you know strict strict things in place but it just goes to show that somehow some way truly is still getting away with their garbage marijuana let's let's just restate that lorna told you that they were putting moldy uh cannabis in the pre-rolls that she was told to do that she reported it um do you, did she feel right. like she was going to get sick from that or that 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 may have been contributing to her asthma did she say anything like that to you she yeah she she did kind of say that in a way she at one point i believe um i i think it was at christmas time she had said that she was pretty excited that um i guess i'm pretty sure they gave her marijuana as a christmas gift i don't know if it was like given out as gifts or if they had it out during the day at work or whatever i don't know how it was actually dispensed to them but it was somehow gifted and she then had a concern of if she was just being told to put the moldy marijuana into pre-rolls then should she be smoking this and to my knowledge, she didn't want to smoke the product that she was working with mm. at multiple points. Because I, I actually remember her at one point saying that she went, she was asking me um, about dispensaries, other local dispensaries that she she could go to. Um, Isn't to that amazing? I mean, just so it's so funny where we started. We started with True Leaf saying that that uh, smoking caused. Her death. Well, she was yeah. too afraid to continue to smoke the truly flower. Maybe that that was what killed her. Maybe it was the mold from the truly flower she smoked. Maybe they're yeah. not lying. Maybe <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I mean, this <laughs> yeah. is just maybe they aren't lying. Maybe because truly still killed her, it. right? I mean, yeah, it's so right. bizarro. Yeah, I mean, well, if you think about it, it you know, she was in there with mold is so bad for you in the first place. You know, like when you have mold, like if you say you had mold in your basement, you're not supposed to be around that. Like if you have to take care of mold, you're supposed to like have masks and gloves or like a professional come take care of it. So if there truly was regularly mold in the cannabis that truly you're breathing that in every day, whether you have a mask on or not, there's still particles of that in the air. So I know that I know for a fact because I had asthma as a child that mold 
is a huge send-off for asthma attacks. So if, in fact, there was regularly this mold getting through in the cannabis at True Leaf, then she was constantly breathing that in. And that just goes back to show that, to me, that that says, you know, they didn't care too much about these family employees of theirs that they, they call family. Because as soon as she told them that she was diagnosed with the asthma, and as soon as she told them, you know, her supervisor that she was having breathing issues, she should have never been back in cultivation, and she should have never been in packaging. She was hired as a floater. She was not hired as, as cultivation. She was not hired as packaging. She was hired as a floater. So there's tons of other jobs in other parts of the facility she could have worked in, which she had previously worked in. And yes, she did want to be in cultivation. Yes, that's what she enjoyed. But she continuously told them she was having issues in cultivation and in packaging. So she should have never been back in there. That's a safety issue right there. So why did the safety manager say, hey, Lorna, we're not going to have you in these areas anymore? And right there, I think that would have been life-changing, literally life-changing, not having her in those areas. Because there was still other opportunities for her if she wanted to continue working at Truly safely. But they didn't give her those opportunities. They pushed her right back into cultivation, right back into packaging. And that's those are the two highest and highest risks for somebody with breathing issues. So I think that I think that's a huge question that I continue to think of is why they have this safety manager who was promoted a month after Lorna's death. Why did they allow her to continue to work in a dangerous environment for her due to having these new promoted a month after Lorna's death? Why did they allow We're speaking of McCartney Ford. She's a friend scary. of Lorna McMurray who passed away uh, in January. And we're just speaking about the True Leaf response, which has been pretty despicable especially this week with, uh, you know, first it was silence that it was attack the family attack, uh, Lorna herself. And it's been a bunch of BS and it didn't work out for them. Uh, they were chased out of Framingham. The CEO was chased out of Framingham this week. They had charges filed against them, uh, from the U union this week. It's been a bad week for truly. We don't expect it to get better because they're not taking any accountability for what happened. They're not owning up to it. They're not trying to fix it. They're not trying to even find out what really happened. Uh, so we're going to keep on this. We're going to keep speaking out. I thank you so much, McCarty Ford. I uh, it's, it's really nice that you call in and, and support the family and, and give us kind of their side of it. Thank you so much for calling tonight. Thank you, Mike. Have a good night. You too. Take care. Where the young jerks were speak. That was uh, McCartney Ford. She was a friend of Lorna McMurray. She's also uh, someone who speaks to the family. Uh, we want to thank her so much for calling in tonight. Uh, we had a comment here coming from random things. We need to come together and figure it out instead of finger pointing. Well, I think most of us have come together. I think there's just one guy who's upset about uh, that I made a political statement tonight. 
face the reality. If you are voting for Republicans, you are voting for people who are going to cut OSHA, people who don't care about uh, workplace safety. No doubt about it. Not even a question. And yeah, you could say Elizabeth Warren's not even doing enough. I, I'm I'm down on that. There's no question on that, too. Uh, David writes, we're going to be all right. I don't know, man. Selection doesn't look good for the Democrats. We get more Republicans in there. But again, this isn't about politics. This is about Lorna McMurray getting her justice. Justice for Lorna. Hashtag justice for Lorna. That's, that's the beat over here. Monday night, got a big show. We're going to speak to uh, three folks on the science side of this stuff. We're going to be talking to them. They go into these dispensaries, these cultivation sites. They are the consultants. They are the ones that tell the dispensaries whether it's safe, how to fix them, what their issues are, and they've got a lot of stories for us. Monday night, 7 p.m. is going to be a special show. Definitely check that out. And maybe something special on Tuesday night. We'll, we'll see. Expect a lot more shows on this. Mike Crawford, I, I want to thank everyone for supporting us. All the folks who listen, sharing this. I see people sharing it tonight. I want to thank the reporters. I want to thank uh, Dan Adams from The Globe for the nice story that he wrote. I want to thank Eric Casey. He wrote a great story this week as well, and especially Shara uh, from Commonwealth Magazine. It's great to see the locals advancing this story. It's also great to see all of the reporters from Leafly and High Times and Benzinga. Benzinga has been doing great coverage on this. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next on this. And uh, I want to just tell the family and the friends and especially the workers out there, keep your head up, get organized. Don't let them give you any shit because they're running scared and it's because of what you're doing. You got to keep going. Got to keep exposing, keep whistleblowing, keep coming on this show. We're the young jerks. And again, if any reporters are out there looking to find out more information on this, you can always hit me up. But the easiest way to cover this story anywhere you are, it's what Eric Casey did this week. He bypassed me, which I liked. He just went out and found some employees to talk to. And they told you, they, they told them all the same shit that we hear on this show. And it was awesome. And that's what you need to do if you're in California or Massachusetts or anywhere in between and you have dispensaries in your backyard, big cannabis, go talk to the employees. If you're an activist and you were to start a blog or a podcast, some, you know, one of the guys we were sparring with on the right said he was going to start his own podcast. I hope he does. hope it's very successful. I'll support it. Especially if he's exposing big cannabis. I think everyone should be doing it. We're we're very supportive of other folks doing this. You can ask around. We uh we love when other folks get, you know, their own podcast, especially if they're exposing stuff like this. So we stick together. Mike Crawford, Young Jerks, I want to thank everyone for supporting us. We'll see you again on Monday night. 